0: movie Quest, a podcast where three friends usually have a film to talk about um but this week we have films to talk about but we're not going to break any down normally we break them down but we're not breaking them down this is a very special episode this is where we choose our first film for season four
1: season four Season four. yeah it is season four already
0: this this is a um a season that's made by the listeners, for the listeners, to the listeners. <laughs> the listeners have sent in their film choices with a little sentence about why they chose that film. So at the end of this pod, we are going to be talking, or we're going to be choosing those films in particular. Before we get to that, let me introduce my hosts, Mr. Jonathan. Hello. Mr. Anthony. Howdy. Welcome, boys. Welcome.
1: Feels like feels like if it's like... By the listeners, for the listeners, to the listeners. We should just go home then, really, shouldn't we?
0: Do they yeah. want to do the pod? Yeah, mate, get, get them in. Let's
1: get the listeners
0: Yay. to do the pod. They'll probably do a better podcast Pro- than us, to be honest. Yeah, probably. So, if you're a long-term listener, you will be familiar with this, this uh, next bit. It is... What have you been watching?
1: A new little segment, a little musical intro.
0: But yeah, so it's not a new, it's not a new segment, but it's a new, it's an introduction to it that I'll never. Oh, remember please, Aaron! Please mix it into like listen.
1: some oh, great like. little,
2: little music. I can do a new, you yes. new for
1: it. This is live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it kills your audio.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that is uh, <laughs> <laughs> excellent? I'm gonna, I'll cut that up. I'll put some auto tune on it, and then away we go. Who wants to go. Right, so let, you know what? Let's, let's get let's get in there. and said you've got 700 films to talk oh, about. Oh, so many. Aren't you supposed to be working? Yeah. I, be watching films? I've, I feel like if your work was listening to this right now, they'd be like, wait.
1: Am I working? you work can, can get films? lost because I'm doing stupid amounts of overtime. Uh, but in the times that I <laughs> oh. am not doing stupid amounts of overtime and working still silly hours... I'm trying to spend some quality time with my wife, and we're watching some different bits and bobs. Um, so I will start off with a series that we just finished, season five of. And I'm wondering if uh, Mr. Johnny has watched it as well. We watched uh, Better Call Saul season five. Oh yeah. I don't know yeah. if we discussed this. I think we might yeah. have mentioned. I think you might have mentioned it a few weeks ago that you were watching it.
2: Yeah. Um, I think you'll have probably had quite a different experience watching it kind of quite close together than I have So I was doing it week by week right yeah much. yeah. we were of basically and uh, watched them all wise. in one or two weeks basically yeah um, it's it's quite weird so Sarah's started watching it from the beginning about mm. two weeks ago and she's up to season right, three okay.
0: she's um, smashing that yeah
2: she, she are you sure, really she, are you sure she wants she everyone to know
1: that, that that information Johnny <laughs> what what rating? No, what you no, back? no what, what, uh, watching watching that much in uh, in some little time. I guess uh, I guess we are on well, we are on a worldwide pandemic, so you know, yeah,
2: we've got, yeah all of our uh, things have been cancelled. So yeah, um, but yeah, I thought the end of the season was quite good. I thought it was coming to an end. I didn't know there was going to be another season. It seems like um, they're getting ready to wrap oh, it up next season, though. It seems like that, that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I thought that this season as a whole was probably like slightly weaker. Like, there's like the episodes like in the middle of the season were a bit slower, kind of ramping up towards the end of season finale and stuff like that. But yeah, see, see I that I have season. a different.
1: I've quite the opposite opinion. I think you know, I wonder if this is because I watched them all like. One after the other, basically, we watched like two or three a night. Well, put out two a night for like about two weeks, um, off and on. But like for me, it it was a much better series, a season than the previous season. Um, like I mean, it basically centers on. I mean, people must know by now, but it's a prequel to Breaking Bad, centered around Saul Goodman or Jimmy McGill, and his uh, girlfriend uh, and partner. Kim Wexler, Kim who wrestler. is probably, I think, is now stealing the show. Really, of the ser- of the series, she's becoming my favorite character in the show, um, and like her character development across the- this whole show is on sort of on par with where, with where like some of the Breaking Bad characters went. Like it's amazing like, if you go back and watch some of the earlier episodes, how different her like you know what who who she who who she's become over the series is pretty amazing. I think the actress who plays her is incredible. Like uh Rhea Seahorn is just incredible. Like yeah, like she she's she's really, really like I think actually she's sort of carrying the show a little bit in some ways. I think she's just doing a lot better job than than uh, Bob Odenkirk, Kirk, who's playing uh Slog Woodman. But apart from her, the other character I'm really enjoying from the series is the is the main bad guy, Lalo. Salaman- Salamanca he's just like I mean like I, he was good in the previous series but this series has really just opened him up and made him much more of an interesting character and like you're just never quite sure sort of what he's going to do he's got a really unnerving sort
2: of mm. character to him you just feel like he's a really nice yeah but so
1: also also he's kind like... of fun
2: to watch yeah, yeah he's quite yeah,
1: charming. He's charming and he's he just like you never know what he's going to do and he's kind of he's just sort of humorous Um, yeah so I'd, I mean, I'd recommend c- coming back to it. I think it's 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 got more interesting, there's a lot more action this season as well. I think a lot more to do with the cartel and stuff, which has been quite quite good.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I was watching some of the earlier episodes with Sarah, and some of those are a bit more quaint and fun. Whereas, like the last two episodes of this season were like really kind of gritty. It, it sort,
1: yeah, it sort of feels like the director. The, the people who are making it have a bit more of an idea of what they want to do now. Like, they feel like the first, the earlier seasons seemed a bit more meandering and were sort of just enjoying doing fun camera techniques and stuff. Whereas this is just like, it, no, we've got a story to tell, we're going to tell it. And it's like, yeah, this is what I want. Um, I, what I do want to say actually, I went back and I was interested in knowing how they introduced Saul in Breaking Bad. So I went back and watched the first time they introduced him. And literally, in that episode, at one point, he brings up Lalo Salamanca, which is just amazing. Like, that, that they 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 had this character, obviously they probably just had a name and you know some somehow connected to the cartel, and then they built on that going forward. You know from in, 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 the, in this in this uh, series, which is pretty cool. Anyway, so that that's my that's the first of what I've been
2: watching. Better Call Saul season five, very good. Johnny, cool. What have you been watching? Um. I've I've been watching another series, uh, which I've uh, finished. Uh, True Detective season three. Oh man, I um, really do need to start that. So I watched True Detective season one. Can you just really Can, can you just remind
1: it. us who who were in the season? Because there's different characters and different actors in each season, isn't there? Yeah. Uh
2: yeah. So season one, it was Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Uh, I who who is, but Woody Harrelson. Season two is Colin Farrell. Was it Vince uh, Vaughn? Can't remember who is.
0: Yeah, Vince Vaughn's in it. Yeah, Vince Vaughn and Rachel McAdams, Colin Farrell. Yeah,
1: yeah. Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, Colin Farrell. Yeah, and then in season three, it's uh, I'm probably not going to pronounce this right. Masher Maschera Ali. Ali um, Oh, he's the guy from. Yeah, he's been in uh, Benjamin Button, Place Beyond the Pines. Hunger Games, Green Book, and he's also was he the, not the main character uh, in the, um,
1: the that Oscar-winning film? Uh, yes, Moonlight.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in that. Oh, well. yeah, just yeah,
0: only won an Oscar. Oh. One. I've I've not, I've not seen that <laughs> so one. So good. I've not seen that one. So it's so good.
2: Um, yeah, it like all the True Detective series are all kind of all in their own kind of capsule. This one does have one tiny little hint. back to season nice. one it's like 10 seconds like it's just a comment but it's they're all completely separate focusing on different kind of crimes in america in different periods this one without spoiling too much of it is uh like a missing children case uh and he uh, goes in to try and figure that out and the thing with like the true detective series is they do like three different time zones. So one where they're investigating the case initially, 10 years later where they go and try and reinvestigate it, try and find out a bit more clues. And then uh, like present day um, and it's in this series, it's done by like a reporter trying to get more information out of, um, out of the uh, main police officer. Um, it's kind of a little bit hard to follow because when they're doing all the different makeup, they do, all the characters do look fairly similar, uh, but it's definitely worth a watch. Um, kind of has, like, if you're thinking, like, the vibe of this, like, you'll never really hear it's mm. kind of similar sorts of vibes as to... Where's it set? ...content, and... It's set... Because
1: the first one was set at the south, wasn't it? It was... Yeah.
2: Uh, is, it like a, is it like
1: is like city or I is it like?
2: like... Sep- no, it's kind of like or? like a okay, Detroit kind of like, but but a mm-hmm. suburbs area. So there's like a clear kind of uh, uh, sort of black community who um, in the time that it's set, um, there's obviously a lot of race things going on and him as a black police officer mm. within the police, he gets, there's a lot of racial things that are going on there, uh, which um, are quite interesting too. Um, I've got the most important, important question for you, Johnny. Uh, how,
1: uh, how is the credits yeah. intro? Cause the first season credits were really good. They were like beautiful. Like I remember it being like, watercolor, sort of two, two different images overlapping with each other. It was like really, really cool. Same style, I'd yeah. Think. It's the
2: same style, like, like kind of silhouetted characters with yeah, right. like, would go over so you, yeah,
1: to yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> on, right on the zoom call. Yeah, it's, 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 um, the zoom, so you watch it once. It's the thing with most credit sequences, I imagine for you guys as well, is you watch it once and you're like, oh, that's really cool, and then the next episode, you're just like, yep, skip. <laughs> yeah, the
2: credit sequence is pretty long, it's like a minute and a half, um, but yeah. I'd say if you're in, if you want it in like a good kind of detective cop show to watch, um, it is a little bit gritty. Um, Sounds
0: good. Yeah, I mean, if go. you're watching the third season, and it's the first one that you're watching, I think you'd know, well, then what you're doing. Go back to season one. Yeah, but, but, but if you're on season three, you'd know it. But gritty, they're not. But they're right? not like
1: that. In not really,
2: So you can watch them separately. I know
0: i know they're not I know. connected i did i didn't really
2: like season yeah, it was, two that it was much bad. It was bad um season. but this this one's like um it's not quite as good as season one know, but it's but like, like, almost there just go back and watch season one if you haven't seen it yeah 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 well yeah but I, i've not watched that recently so
0: <laughs> no 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 i'm not you know i'm just saying like if if it's your first time that's all like it'd be just it's just super weird I feel like that's something like a troll would do, be like, I'm just starting season three. Oh, okay.
2: But it doesn't matter because they're all like separate stories. It's schools.
0: true. And then they've trolled themselves, haven't they? Because they thought they'd be in, like ironic starting on season three, but really they're not.
2: There's like literally 10 seconds of like overlap where they reference the case. It's like, oh, this is similar to the such nice. and such case from season one, but like that's it. It's kind of like a distant Thing. it's not like oh you know what I wonder
0: if connected. there was any like callbacks in season 2 I was just so baffled by how bad it was that I wasn't paying attention I don't think
2: yeah I remember there being like a really yeah, that cool good fight that Yeah, that's that, two.
0: and then there's that house remember when they're breaking into the house there was, yeah yeah yeah. yeah those are yeah, the only two cool. bits that I really right. remember and then spoiler
1: mm-hmm. uh, That, that you the hat, it. Aaron Aaron you gotta bleep that mate Oh, I'm going to leave it and edit in the podcast because you can't be spoiling uh, yeah, the season finale of a show someone uh, might watch.
0: Don't watch it, it's rubbish. Uh, That's, your uh, opinion, Aaron, of That's your opinion. I've been watching a series. I've been watching a series, but it's a movie series because it's a movie podcast, guys. All right? It is a movie
1: podcast. Movie
0: podcast. Not a TV program podcast, it's a movie podcast. I've been watching Lord of the Flipping Rings. The flipping edition, nice. Well, extended
2: edition or regular?
0: Uh, edition. No, I'm not <laughs> watching those extended editions. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Like it adds like another half an hour. They get a rope. <laughs> yeah,
3: <it's laughs> like, great. Enough.
0: cool. Um, I haven't seen this for a long, long time. So I'm just gonna give the listeners a bit of context. All of my friends, these two people included, and myself, referenced Lord of the Rings, sing about Lord of the Rings, talk about Lord of the Rings, and it went on for like some time I mean we've got a certain particular friend and I'm sure if you asked him to he could give you any random line from the book at any point and break into song I don't know Jamie Um, essentially uh, I'd kind of fallen out with him after watching the Hobbit series I was just like you fell out with Jamie "Mm, no 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 no. No, I love Jamie Uh, no I fell out with Oh yeah,
1: yeah, the Hobbit series and Lord of the Rings
0: it just really ruined the franchise for me and I really was struggling to get like sort of into it again but then this year, for some reason, I kind of just after Christmas, I was like, "Oh, you know what? I think I, I, think I'm back. I think I can watch Lord of the Rings." So anyway, Heather and I watched all three in very quick succession. Guess what? Still good. Lord of the Rings still slaps. Yeah,
1: yeah, slaps. Even <laughs> even even down? like the the original like the, the the normal versions are still pretty long though. Like it's still like really long yeah, films.
2: Yeah, they are really long. I I just would have thought like in for a penny in for a pound. Yeah. So do you extend it?
0: (laughs) I think the first one I noticed there's a lot of ring shots, a lot of people holding the ring, looking at the ring. It's very boring. It's quite weird.
1: Boring? The first film?
0: No, no, no. Just them looking at the ring. I I mean, I I reckon if you cut all those ring shots you could probably save yourself. That's the whole point of the
2: film It's Lord of the Rings. It's, It's
0: enticing.
2: The ring's enticing.
0: Yeah, I mean genuinely though I mean, I'll, I don't need to tell anyone this like, but I'm going to anyway Like, they are very good films I think well what's your favourite what's your favourite oh that's three? a good question oh no do the order can you do the order I would like to know your orders favourite ones
1: um, well I'm just going to say my favourite I'm just yes, going to say my yeah. favourite ones I think uh, Johnny what's yours Come
2: on I think Return to the King I think. that's the third one yeah third one that's so the number three okay mm-hmm. I think I think the
1: second one Probably is the best one, just because it has all the sort of battle, the best probably the best battle scenes. You know, yes, he, yes, ba- battle yes, for Helms man. Deep. it's yes, so good. Yes, and it and it has so many quotable lines in it. But it also yeah. but it also isn't too long. Well, I mean it's long, but it's not as long as the I mean, Return of the King. It doesn't ha- it has one ending? It doesn't have like four endings like Return of the King has. Um, I mean Return of the King is very good as well. Obviously but oh, yes, but I, mean, I think that's probably my, my my favorite one. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, think, I think the first one f- oh, always felt to me like they just sort of the film ends and you're like, oh, watch the next one. It's like
2: I I didn't know when I, when I went to a cinema to see it. I didn't know that it oh? was part of like a, uh, a trilogy or anything. I just thought, oh, wow, okay. they're going to get to Mordor soon,
0: <laughs> and then I was
2: like, <laughs> that's it. To be continued. I, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hope that you didn't know that it said to be continued, and you were just like, "Oh, I guess I made it." And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like really, "I honestly did not
2: know no. it was going to be more than one film."
0: I, I think they, because I watched them in such quick succession. Like, I think the first one, the stakes don't really feel like that high. A lot of the characters weren't fully fleshed out and developed because obviously it it's the first film. Whereas, like in the second one and the third one, like. There's a lot of character development, a lot of, like, growth, and it, I think they work much better because you kind of feel the stakes of, like, how, you know, there's obviously this looming threat against Middle-earth, and, um you know, i fully start, decided... The second one is class though. It is it? so good. Uh, Gandalf
1: and Balrog. Oh, yes. yeah
0: Yeah. It's very, you know, and it has these, like, really, really iconic moments, and I think the fact that it was made in, sort of, 2001... Like you were wondering is the CGI going to sort of look rubbish it still holds up you, you do notice it I think it still holds up I th- see I think you, you do notice it but it doesn't bother me because the film is just so like it's so good so, like, it doesn't matter you're in Middle Earth and they have bad CGI that's just the way it was back then um, I also decided that I'm I'm from Rohan like that's where that's that's my you know my spirit mm-hmm. animal Rohan is my spirit animal the horse yeah one
1: of our one of our friends walked down the aisle to the Shire to the Shire music, <laughs> didn't
0: he? Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I thought you meant someone that you knew that walked down to the Rohan. Not music, the Rohan music. Ah, yeah, I remember that. That's that's that's, that's, that's because they just hadn't thought of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that you know what? One one last thing before we move on. That is one thing that I did notice. The music, like especially the what the, um, Howard Shore did with the um, the Hobbit theme, like the Shire mm. theme, the way he would like as they. Went to Mordor like he would sort of change and distort the Shire mm. theme as they were in certain areas. I thought it was just so good. Oh. It's so
1: it's so like there. iconic, isn't it? It's so, just I mean, there's a yeah. reason why like I I at one point was made the argument that that was the best trilogy ever made. But now I think I, I, I think I'd, I'd because of the Hobbit, yeah. it sort of gets a bit muddled up now, I which know. is a shame. Whereas if you look at something like Toy Story, the best quadrilogy ever made, probably that is still probably up there. I would say. Anyway, mm. this is all this, we're, yeah, we, we're, we're, yeah, we we're, we're telling people very obvious things now. Hey, guess what? Lord of Rings is good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, back back to me, I'm back to me. Washington. Okay, this time I'm a film, to... a film. Oh, how how uh, how lucky you guys are! Okay, so last time we spoke, actually no, two episodes before, two episodes ago, I discussed uh, the film Contagion. Which was a film mm-hmm. based around the pandemic, very real to life, felt felt very similar to what we're going through. Obviously, a little bit more the, high, the you know the stakes were raised a little bit higher, and it was a little bit more dramatised, but it was very good, felt very realistic. So you know if you look at that as like a real life depiction of something, so you say, I mean, Contagion's like the zero dot thirty sort of film, and then the film I watched. Which is a similar in a similar vein, is called Outbreak, nineteen ninety five film called Outbreak, right? Yeah, so Outbreak, yeah, that's the that. one with the yeah. monkeys, right? Yes, okay. I had never yeah, heard yeah, of this yeah. film until I saw it on Netflix. So I would say Outbreak. If if contagion is zero that thirty, I would say Outbreak is like True Lies. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> it's just like on the complete opposite end That's of the great. spectrum. Um so I mean it's got a pretty interesting cast actually, pretty like well-known cast. I'll just list off a few of the uh people on on the list. Uh Dustin Hoffman, uh, uh Rousseau Russo, uh she's in quite lo- quite a lot of things. Uh Morgan Freeman, uh Kevin Spacey, Cuba Gooding Jr. and Donald Suther- Donald Sutherland. So it's like a really it's like a peak nineties film cast right there. Um and yeah, basically it it centers around uh, uh for people who don't know, centers around an outbreak of a of a deadly virus. Um they managed to contain it to a, to one town, basically, and they put the whole town a lockdown. But it's like ridiculous like just what goes on it's just so it's so amped up people you basically if you catch the virus you die within like 24 hours but you like you like have this horrendous illness oh, it's just you know it's like ridiculously bad um, but yeah it's it's an odd film very odd the tone is all over the place it's very long there's a whole like 15 minute uh, helicopter action sequence where two helicopters are chasing each other around and fighting, and Donald Sutherland's in one as the bad sort of like uh, commanding officer, and Duf- Dustin Hoffman's the the good rogue character is trying to do the right thing, and it's just like it, and 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 it's just like a bit of a bizarre sequence, um, yeah, like, ugh, it feels like um, it feels like you can tell this was made in the nineties. It feels like a, mm. a cousin of something like arachnophobia or something. Just like very bad sort of 90s action-y film. Um, I mean, there are some decent bits in it, but pretty much I wouldn't recommend it. Like compared to Contagion, it's just nowhere near. It does does not, it pales in comparison. It's just, you know. You guys have both watched it then. A long time ago. Yeah, years ago.
2: Do they have a habit of dropping bombs on people?
1: Yes, that yeah, that is yeah. the main part of the film. <laughs> to get rid of the virus, I they did. drop a bomb on it, basically.
0: I just remember the monkey and then them walking around in hazmat suits. Like, that's yeah. genuinely it's it. has got
1: a very sort of distinct look, you know. It's got a good post. I mean, that's why, why I like the look of it, because I was like, ooh, another sort of pandemic film. And I never heard of it. But it has, like, fairly big characters, very big actors in it. And I was like, oh, this looks kind of interesting. I'll watch this.
2: And, yeah. Uh, Johnny, what else you've been watching? So this next film potentially could be in my top three mm. films of the year. It came out this year. Okay. Uh, yeah, it came out this year. Yeah, so it's called Dark Waters. It's got Mark Ruffalo oh, in it and right. Anne Hathaway. Please
0: don't 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 spoil. I mean, I you know what? You're not going to spoil it because I, I know what it's about. So yeah, yeah, sick. So sick. so basically. Um, Mark Ruffalo, it's,
2: it's based on true true life events, and it's all fairly recent um, events that have happened. So Mark Ruffalo plays this lawyer called Rob Billet who um, gets contacted by a farmer in uh, West Virginia. Uh, and he says, can you come out and have a look at my cows? So this Rob Billet character, he is a defense attorney for lots of big chemical organizations So this farmer gets him to come out and say, look at his cows and all these cows are all dying. So he's had to kill 200 cows because they've gone mad uh, because they've drunk this water um, which is downstream from a chemical factory um, which is owned by DuPont. And it aspires that DuPont put uh, uh, Teflon waste into this battery and it was leaking into the stream and it got into the local water supply and um, basically ended up um, poisoning this whole town of people Uh, so 3,000 people have already died and 70,000 people have been kind of uh, infected with this Teflon um, which is what you get on frying pans so basically you know, when you've got like a Gore-Tex coat or something that's waterproof or non-stick, that's Teflon. And Teflon's really poisonous. It's uh, carcinogenic. But DuPont basically hid that from everybody uh, up until like three or four years ago. Are
1: you trying to tell me that um, when I'm using... Recently, I, I was using my uh, an old frying pan and the little Teflon non-stick stuff was coming off into the food. I was like, right, this is getting too much now. I need to get rid of this. Replace it with a new one. Are you saying that it's going to cause me cancer, Johnny?
2: Potentially, yeah. Because <gasps> basically, the Teflon builds up right. into your body, and your body can't break it down at all. There's no way to break it down. So if you keep adding to it with, uh, they like we call it PFOA. Um, it's a chemical which is the pond of basically purged the earth with, and about 99% of all living creatures have it in them now because of various leaks around the world of teflon um, yeah. so i watched the film and i was like crap i've got a non-stick fan <laughs> and like i have like uh carpets that you can wipe stains off and sofas and stuff and like the reason they got away with it is because Dupont was self-regulating there wasn't a government body to regulate that's them. insane so I've probably, probably given away a little bit too much there of, of what the story is, but it's really, really interesting. Like acted really, really well. Um, yeah, really recommend you you watch it. Uh, it kind of got overshadowed a bit at the start of the year. It kind of came out around the Oscar time. So 1917 was around, and I'm trying to think of what that other film that came out. Um, we were all talking about David Copperfield at the time. But if you can get to, to watch it, it's quite an interesting uh, watch. It's, you know, it's like a docudrama type thing. It's not very cheery, um, but it's quite informative. So, DuPont, the the chemical company,
1: that has uh, another connection to a dastardly person, which was uh, John DuPont. Have you ever heard of John DuPont? Oh, yeah. Foxcatcher. He's the, yeah, he's the guy from Foxcatcher, played by Steve Carell in the in the film Foxcatcher. Yeah, um, yeah. So he 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 he's the one of the benefactors of the family that owns the Dupont chemical uh, company. That's 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 scary. Has it made you change your opinions and on and, and anything you want to do in daily life in terms of using? non-stick stuff or whatever is it is um, only, or are you sort of well, more I mean, careful like, about it
2: if with pans basically if your non-stick coating is chipping off into your food, you're ingesting teflon and that's not good the main issue with teflon if it ever heats up above 400 degrees then that just releases the pure chemical which is the thing that will do you but mm. it's in teflon it's not just in that it's in fabrics it's in all mm. sorts of stuff But you just think this is just one case about one chemical and that chemical's been around since like 1940s and it's only like three or four years ago that people have said anything's wrong with it. Mm. You think, what about all the other chemicals? And because this chemical company is self-regulating, there was no government body to govern it because all the best scientists work for the chemical company. Like the government scientists weren't able to do it because they didn't even know what to look for.
0: Have you both seen Spotlight?
2: Okay. Yeah, similar yeah, 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 yeah. I was that. gonna say
0: like this is what I was told. I told it was like very like Spotlight, and I think Spotlight is a is a near perfect film. And I saw the trailer for Darkest Waters and was like, oh my goodness, it looks like another Spotlight. I really like. It's bad that we should get really excited about these these films, but like you know, like people are horrific, so they do bad things, don't they?
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, it's
0: like, what what is the
2: point of film? Is the point of film to just entertain us and take us to fantasy land, or is it to, is there a deeper meaning that we can get?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would I would fall into the, the the category of both. Like, I think it is important to inform, but it's also good to enjoy art.
1: And on that really depressing note about how we're all gonna die from all the chemicals. Aaron, can you please uh, lift us up a little bit? Do you have anything else to talk about?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, Heather and I. So every Tuesday evening, we've be doing this thing called date, date. Well, this thing, this new invention called date night.
1: Wow! So what happens is, should, it's a couple. It.
0: They get together and they spend some time together, purposely focusing on each other and watching films or you know doing an activity together. So we. I,
1: I I get you, Aaron. So, yeah.
0: You know, I'm if anyone,
1: thinking, well, I don't know what date night
0: is. Take it. I think it'll take off. You know, date night. <laughs> um, no, we we watched. Uh, I think it might have been talked about on here before. Is uh, the big sick?
1: Oh yeah, yes,
0: yes, yes. Um, yeah. I think I really like Kamal uh, and Gianni. He he's in uh, he he's in Silicon Valley, which I think's a top TV program, and I've been watching it for a number of years now. So Heather Heather and I had never seen it. Um, I'd never seen it, but I, I'd I'd wanted to watch it. For quite some time. So this was the perfect opportunity. and uh, Yeah, it's great, great film. Beautiful. Yeah, so basically it's a two-life story about Kamal and his wife, Emily. They meet very early in Kamal's career um, and then they basically start dating. She gets sick um, and is put into an induced coma for X amount of months. And then he sort of looks after... With her parents, yeah,
1: it's almost a film mostly about him and the relationship with him and, and mm-hmm. her parents, really, isn't it? That, that's most of the film. Her parents are uh, played by uh, Ray Romano and Holly Hunter, so like both you good good pair of hands to to you know enjoyable actors yeah, uh, so. to watch on screen. Um, yeah, it's it's a really it's a it's one of those films which is like quite deep in some points and quite like moving. Mm-hmm. But it's also because it's based around he's a comedian. There's
0: a lot of comedy in there, and it's like it's it's just still also uplifting. I think the the thing that I would use to describe it is that it has a lot of heart. Like it's funny, it's it's touching. It's
1: probably one of the be- it probably is the best one of the best date night. Yeah, films I would you could say watch. so.
0: Like we were looking through just like general because Heather said something about like oh, there's not that many good rom coms. There hasn't been any in the past couple of years other than like you know the big sick and. Bridesmaids and stuff um, and so I was like looking through like top rated I think it was on Rotten Tomatoes and I think the big sick other than like some of the classics was like like third on the list or something and it's just really it's a shame that I've not seen it until now you should just go watch it if you've not seen it
1: so the last film I want to talk about was a documentary uh, about what's called uh, Memory The Origins of Alien right? in 2019 it's a really good Interesting, well done documentary about the origins of the alien. Oh, that's cool. Um, it basically goes into lots of detail about mainly the three key individuals that sort of brought the film to life. So Dan O'Brien was the writer for the film. He wrote sci-fi uh, comics and literature and uh, different movies and stuff. Uh, uh, I guess in the early sixties and sixties, and then it was about Ridley Scott, who took on the the project to direct it, and then it's about the artist H.I. Geiger and his uh, art that inspired a lot of the um, visuals for the aliens and the different, you know, the, the face, uh, what they call the face suckers, yeah, face,
2: uh, face huggers. suckers, face, face huggers,
1: face those ones, um, and it's just basically about the. How the film came to be, and um just sort of what's going on around at the same time, what the film's trying to say um sort of the sort of the more i guess artsy sort of uh, take on what the film's about and stuff it's kind of interesting it's it, it's very similar to you remember uh, room two three seven documentary about the China uh, yeah. out a few years ago um it's similar to that in terms of how deep it goes into it, but it's it's less about like people's ideas of conspiracy theories and ideas of what the film's about, and more about like the making of and how it all became to be and sort of how it hit that sort of perfect point for it to all these different things converging for it to make this this film. Um, yeah, it's really good. If you're interested, if you like Alien, you should watch it. Just
0: you sent me on a deep dive about like facehuggers. Facehuggers are nearly impossible to remove from the victim's head and the symbiotic relationship created between the host and the alien creature means that removing the facehugger before it's laid at the xenomorph will result in the death of the facehugger's victim.
2: <gasps>
0: oh, man, they're so gross.
1: I mean, it, I mean, Alien is a brilliant film. I mean, I know some people think it's maybe not held up quite as well as some of it, because of the how old it is and stuff.
0: I, 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 I think, yeah, it, I think they're great. Like, that... That I was I don't know like I think I'm hoping that um when I have like kids and stuff and when they're old enough when we watch Alien I hope to get have that like you know the, where the alien bursts out of their stomach moment I still think yeah, it's yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. most interesting and most
1: that that's a big part of the documentary oh, I love the, it. The, that moment it's it, it is a it is a bit of, it is it is like a, a talking heads documentary. Where you get a lot of people just interviewed, but it's done in a kind of creative way. In some ways, it works quite well. Um, it did make me want to go and watch the original film again. I haven't gone, but it, it did make me want to. I did the next day, or maybe two days later, buy the game Alien Isolation because it was on offer. Oh yeah. So there's that and the DLC that I got. That I'm.
2: You will be able to complete. Well, that. I'm it's probably just going to
1: play the DLC because it's like a shorter, self-contained version. You're it did on VR? Uh the 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 there is a mod for it to play it in VR that I was considering, but um I will probably just if I get a chance to play it, I'll probably just play it on standard just so I can actually enjoy it. But I just wanna walk around the ships and just look at all the artwork and stuff and all the they they did a really good job of like emulating the sets and stuff from the film, so I'm looking forward to that. Um yeah. Re- re- really good documentary though. Worth watching if you if you get if you see it anywhere. Um, I'll quickly just mention a couple of the things I watched, and I'm not going to go on for very long, but I just wanted to so we can get this off the list. Mel signed us up for Disney Plus uh, a few weeks ago, so we've been watching a lot of Disney films, and uh, should be upset with me if I didn't mention it, but uh, we watched Aladdin, which I hadn't seen before, the original. I, obviously, everyone knows it's a great film. I'm not going to tell you again it's a great film. I will just say... It's basically probably the perfect sort of um, uh, perfect fit of Robin Williams I and mean, then what he can yeah. do as, as for his comedy. It sort of syncs up so well with it. Um, it's really really good. Uh, I mean, it, the the only two things I've got sort of I guess sort of interesting to say about it is I think it, it is good, but looking back on it, I think it doesn't hold up as well, as good as something like The Lion King because. I don't think it has the sort of emotional depth to to it as The Lion King does. Um, and then the other thing is, I watched it on Disney Plus and it, I think it had been remastered or something, but it was almost too good. The quality of it was just too much. Like, it was so sharp and so vibrant. It sort of hurts your eyes after a while. I I actually was looking to, like, turn down the colour settings because it was just like... Not, my, my TV normally looks fine, but it was just like... I guess it was all the HDR and all that sort of stuff. It just, like, burns your eyes of how crisp it is and, like, how much detail it is. Um, but, yeah, it's obviously, a great film, but just, I've, I never watched it, so finally got around to watching it. And then the other thing we watched was uh, Lady and the Tramp, which is a favourite of Mel's um, classic Disney uh, animated film. Obviously very old now. Like, it is good, obviously, but it, it doesn't, again, it's sort of hard to... To judge it based on because it's so old, like it's, it's doing, it's doing some, it's some cool stuff there, but it's you know it's so dated, it's hard, hard to sort of judge it. Um, but I enjoyed watching it; it was fine, it held my attention. It just you know doesn't have a lot of standout moments. There's only the the one main thing everyone looks at, was the spaghetti scene. Everyone talks, you know, everyone knows that scene. But yeah, uh, it was good to know just what it is because I've never seen it before, so I'm glad I what I got got to see all the references and stuff. But um I mean, I'd probably recommend Aladdin over that. And then, and then at that point, I'd probably say watch Lion King over Aladdin because I think it's a better film. But yeah, that's that's just, they're all good, but you know, it's a bit old. So
2: that that's me done. Johnny, have you got any more? I've got a few, which I'll just uh touch on. I watched just uh, before uh came on here. Battle for Midway, which is an 18 minute war film uh, on uh, Netflix uh, about Midway, which is a little island between America and Japan, and this battle that went on. It's very American patriotic and basically them like whooping uh, <laughs> the Japanese. Um, I just saw it and I was like, I've got eighteen minutes while I'm having my dinner. I was like, this is this is a bit bonkers. But is it I'm is sure. it a, a, kind of um, a
1: dramatization of it or is it a documentary?
2: No, no, it's like actual, actual footage from the time uh, with like the, the boys go marching in kind of music. Um, yeah, it's all right. If you like that kind of war film, you probably, I feel like you need a bit more of a build-up mm. than just being thrown into dogfights and sinking of ships mm-hmm. and stuff. It's really weird at the end, though, it's got like a tally of how many planes were downed and how many ships were sank and like it has it written out and then like someone like throws paint on it and there's like cheering, just a bit weird. Um, so yeah, I watched that. I don't really know if I'd recommend it or not, but if you've got 20 minutes to spare, maybe, maybe check it out. Uh, Apollo oh, 11. Oh, I've been mean really to good this. film. I mean, it looks beautiful. Like the footage is all real footage from back in the day. Um, sounds awesome try and watch it on this bigger screen yeah I've, I, I
1: heard I heard, like, about the it, I heard watching the it first people go to I cinemas like it's, it's what I wanted to do because I've heard it, just the scale of it really helps the film
2: yeah like they have little um, titles at the bottom and they're absolutely tiny you think it just helps like with the scale of everything it helps make everything seem that much bigger because like it'll say like to like 24 hours until launch or something like that. It's like really tiny on the screen. It just helps you visualize how big these um, mm. rockets are. Um, so on Netflix, again, check it out. There's not too much more to say. Is It's like the story of going to space, to the moon and back. Um, it's a cool story. Uh, I've also watched Snowpiercer, which I think we might have already spoken about on this podcast before pretty good just the one thing that really stood out to me was like one of the main female baddies was from Lancashire or <laughs> Chorley it sounded like they were from Chorley and to be in this like international film with a um Korean director to have this baddie who was from Chorley um really <laughs> is really
0: out. like I haven't seen it in years and I really am um... Would like to go back to it, but I think I'm going to wait for, you know, the new, the TV program they're doing about it. So I think I might go back to it then, but...
1: Oh, they're doing a series based on yeah,
0: it? Yeah, but it...
1: Oh, he's getting a lot of series based on stuff. They're doing a series based on Paris, aren't they, as well? I think HBO are doing one. Um, but I think it's English language.
0: That's cool. I'm glad that you've watched that. I, I would like to <laughs> go back and watch that. Yeah, hey, I've, got, I've got one more to thing to add. What's well, it too? I mean, sewing Beast started again, and it is top tier TV. So you should watch. Oh,
1: that, that's basically the Great British Bake Off. Yeah, for but sewing. for
0: sewing, right. when you marry someone who does textiles and is a textiles person, then mm. you get into sewing. I I, I love it. Me, I, I think it's great. Um, but more importantly, I've seen Ryan Johnson's Knives Out
1: oh that's another one
0: of, Oh nice one of the
1: films that i really wanted to see at the cinema, but never got a chance i did you like uh, it this is what,
0: ryan if you're listening you don't need star wars you're better than star wars stay away from my star wars all right you're better than that because they don't deserve you they don't <laughs> deserve you just want you to know that lewis if you're listening you don't deserve ryan because ryan is better than you okay he is better knives eye is awesome it is like a daytime TV, like, um, Cluedo game murder mystery. And, yeah. like, Daniel Craig's character is just the best dude. Like, he's overzealous, he's mental, his accent is like sort of so, this so, so weird Texan accent. Um, he's a strange sort of cop who's been sent in to sort of solve the murder mystery it's is it quite it's really fun it's so really fun sure. and it's so fun yeah. and like
1: is it is it is it did you watch it with Heather
0: uh yeah did she how did she, she, loved it it? she loved it too she loved it too like it's just sort of twisted in turns really remind me of like you know um if you guys have ever seen brick like it's got that like a real brick sort of feel to it but like a higher budget and, mm. and like a more interesting like script um the film goes to places that you never really thought it would go to. I really don't want to spoil it because I just think you should just watch it on your own, but it's like a modern
2: day Gosford Park, just quirky and yeah.
0: It is really it's fun. Really
2: Mike. fun. And the scene there's a lot of depth in the scenes as well, like there's a lot of stuff going on in the background and like it's one of those like detective shows you can like pick up on tiny little hints of like how things make come to pass like later Mm. in the film uh it's not just all like surface level there's like stuff you can kind of see to help you solve like all jokes
0: aside like i can see why some people walked away from knives like thinking it was not amazing because it is it is like a sort of daytime tv mode of mystery but like high budget film type thing
1: but if you're going into that knowing what exactly, it yeah. Is, you shouldn't have expected anything to be different, should um,
0: you? So I can see why, yeah, I can see why it rubbed rub people the wrong way. But I, I think everyone's performance was absolutely stellar. Like um, Anna de Armas, is that her name? The lead actress in it, she's class. Like
1: is she the girl off um, who was in Blade Runner? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, she's the girl in Blade Runner.
0: Yeah, Blade yeah. Um, sure she's
1: good in that,
0: yeah. yeah, I'm sure you're all deadborne. If you guys have been watching anything that we've not mentioned, or maybe you have. We've talked about a film that you've seen and you've got a different opinion. Absolutely send in your opinions. Let us know how much you hated or loved those films. You can email us at moviequestpod... No. You can email us at moviequestpod.com. What? I don't know. I don't know. What? Aaron, moviequestpod.com. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You can email us at Johnny Podcast at or alternatively, you can follow us on Instagram at quest and send us a message on there. We're always looking forward to hearing from our listeners. And speaking of hearing from our listeners, we have some some things to talk about from our listeners. They're choosing our next film that we're going to watch.
1: Oh yeah! So this season, this coming season. It's all about the listeners. So we're doing is it four episodes we're gonna try out first? One, two, three, four. So we we asked people to send uh, send the film in with a reason why they they picked it for us. Um so I guess I can start off. Johnny, is that happy Are you happy to chat start off yet?
2: Yeah, I can start off. All right. So uh the the first request came from longtime listener, Heather Whitcroft. Oh uh, does anyone know was... her?
1: Never ever.
0: It's my wife. She was at our wedding um, that you went to. and I don't, I don't know how you missed that. Um,
2: uh, well, it says, awkward. Hello, boys. My request is the high school musical films. All of them. You're welcome. The reason uh, I've chosen them is because they're really funny, loved by a lot of people, and I'd love to know your thoughts. I didn't choose them just because Aaron mentioned them, by the way. I was going to ask for them anyway because they're 10 out of 10. See you
0: all soon. All the best. Ever. Right, so I've already spoken to Heather about this. <laughs> you put your foot down, Aaron. I did didn't. I
1: didn't put my foot down. I just said. You say, "Hey, hey, wife. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm the husband.
2: No. Listen to me." I know. Well, well, we've we've had further further communication from Heather, and she says, "When I said all High School Musical, I was joking." Oh, okay. <laughs> that would be too many. So I'm going to say number one. My favorite is the second, though controversial. But I think, but well, I think Two has the best song. Oh, I think Two has the best songs. Happy podcasting.
0: So, okay, I'm I'm game for watching all three. I just know that we're quite busy um, yeah, to watch three films is ask. quite a big ask. Um,
1: saying that, saying that Mel, <laughs> Mel would probably be up for it.
0: <laughs> I, I am game to watch all three. Absolutely, I just.
1: Let's just go with the first one. I think that's that's safe. Let's just go with the first one. So the first one, is that going in the
0: past? High school musical. Right, okay.
1: Okay, so I'll go with the next uh, the next suggestion. Uh, this is from our long-term listener, Mr. Lewis, the, the, the Star Wars expert of, of the podcast. And his uh, choice, well, he suggested two. I don't know if we're going to allow it. I think we should be, we bend the rules a little bit. He is our, you know, our number one podcast listener uh, out there. I would say so. Maybe we could bend the rules. Aaron, Aaron's looking a bit, a little bit glum about it. So maybe uh, not.
0: All I'd say is, if, if, for example, if one of Lewis's films gets picked, we have to pull the one I out. Think we should yeah. pull the other one out.
1: Okay, just in future, just keep it to one. I think it makes it a bit simpler. But uh, thanks, Lewis, for the suggestion. Yeah, really appreciate it. Um, so, is is the first film we suggested is a film called No Way Out? So, 1987, starring Kevin Costner and Gene Hatman. and he, and this is what Lewis says. Lewis says, I have chosen this film because Kevin Costner is great, and so <laughs> is the film. And so is this film. Also, it has the bird from Blade Runner in it. That's lovely. <laughs> we all like the bird from Blade Um What's what's her name, Aaron? You're a big fan of Blade
0: I don't actually know what her name is.
1: Oh, come on! Um, I think I should. I'm uh, googling.
0: Uh, it's, she's quite famous. I'm googling it at the moment. I don't. I I feel like I feel like I've seen this film, but Daryl Harris, Sean Sean or Young, Hannah. Sean Young. That's yeah, so one. Sean Young um, is in it, but. I feel like I've seen this, but then again, who knows? I don't know. That's exciting. I mean,
1: my my history of Kevin Costner films has not been great. On this podcast, we had uh, <laughs> recently Waterworld, which was, ugh, and then before that, I think it was the film on Netflix that came out. I can't remember what it's it was called.
0: Wasn't that our third third favorite film for the water? That's the third best water film that ex- ex- exists.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean. Johnny pushed it quite hard. Better than okay. and the, ne- the, ne- the next film he suggested um, is a film from 2018 called Little Italy. Oh, Little Italy. It stars, yeah. it stars Hayden Christensen with a bad tan and a bad, bad accent, but it's a fun film and incredibly light, a good one to watch with partners. Oh, that sounds good. So
0: I'm happy to put this That in looks well. horrific, Lewis. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this oh man, just from the right. I'm just I look. I just googled the photo. It's like Hayden Christensen carrying Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. It's oh man. You know everything when you when you look at a poster, and you think I'm gonna hate this film.
1: Mate, you shouldn't judge a, a film. On no, no. Yeah,
0: you know I'm open that it could. Uh, you know I could become my favorite film ever. Love is an acquired taste. Right, Johnny. Do you wanna go next again?
2: Yep, so uh, we have got a submission from, if we're going first names, Oliver. Um, He says, Love it! Such a good story, makes you feel good. (laughs) This is in regards to the hell. You is kind, you is smart, you is important. Oh.
0: I've seen this film before, have you guys seen it?
2: Oh, yeah, it's a
1: good film.
0: film. I've not seen it. I hope we get it. Yeah, that'd be a good one. I hope, to we, watch, I, I, I hope we get. I hope we get that.
1: That'd be hard to beat as well. I think
0: it's, it's, it's to top, beat. top, Phil. That's top tier.
1: Right. Thanks for that, Oliver. Um, right. I'm going to go next. So the next one is from uh, a certain lady. Maybe the love of my life, Melody McLaughlin. Light of your life. Light of my life. Oh, that's a good, that's good that's a good line from the Shining, that is. Um, so uh, she heard that Lewis gets two, so she wants to know make like, two films as well. See Lewis this is what happens when you're this kind of worms. I can't say no to my wife if she's if she's saying that Lewis gets you know, two films um she has suggested but the problem is she, she hasn't given us a reason for her suggestions, so maybe we maybe we should uh. I'll I'll ask her to send her another message in. So next time, if we do pull one of these out, we can tell tell uh, why she can tell us why she's picked these films. But the the two films she picked is uh, about time,
0: which is Aaron. Have you seen that? Uh no no. Uh...
1: You were speaking before about so you you were saying that you and Heather were looking for a good rom com film and that no good rom com films have mm. come out. This is a top-flight rom-com film. Very good. I would recommend it. Yeah.
2: This would be well at your Oh, stream. yeah, it's really good.
1: No, it is good. Um, okay, and then the next film is an interesting one, actually. It's a film called Fern Gully. Have you ever heard of I this? I
0: recognise that name, but I, think I don't it's about, know... Is it like an eco... Yes. ...kind of, like...
2: A, I believe so. Deforestation It, it came song. out,
1: I believe, like... A, it's the same year or the year before um, Aladdin came out, and it it stars Robin Williams as an animated character, and it has a lot of the lot of sim from what I've seen of it it has similar similarities in terms of he it looks like he sort of is the main sort of the reasons to watch the film basically, but um, I have never seen it, and Mel is a big fan, so that's a su- suggestion, and then the last bit of her message is uh, my wife, Mel, asked uh, our daughter, Annabelle, who is uh, 22 months old now, uh, what film daddy should watch? And she said chocolate.
0: Wait. so what? Oh, yeah.
1: So Annabelle has nominated the film Chocolat. Um, That's a great film. Uh, Why was Annabelle Mel- watching Chocolat? Well, she wasn't watching chocolate, she was eating... She wants. She wanted chocolate,
0: so she just said chocolate. Not knowing that there she, was a film right like there called Chocolat.
1: Well, she's 21 months, so I don't, so don't think she's going to... She knew what she wanted. But Mel, Mel was adamant that, 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 uh, that Annabelle chose chocolate. I do. So...
0: I actually really hope that we get that. Um, <laughs> I want to revisit it's great... that film. Oh, it's, I
1: remember <laughs> enjoying it, kind of. Oh. I think it's got joy joint in it, isn't it? I think it's going to be pretty
2: funny. And here's Johnny Depp pre-Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, so seems What's interesting is the writer
1: of the original story, the, the original book, is from, uh, I think, just from down the road in Huddersfield. I think she lives nearby. Which is Maybe we maybe we get the interview. <laughs> yeah, get her on. Get
2: yeah. her on the pod. Okay, Johnny, do you want to go next? Uh, yeah, we have an uh, email from June. My movie suggestion is blown away. It's a gritty film with a fabulous scene with Tommy Lee Jones dancing to YouTube. I loved the soundtrack so much that I went out to order it at a record store in the days when that was the only option. Still loves the soundtrack 26 years later.
1: June. this looks pretty good. I've not I've never heard of this film so I'm kind of curious.
0: That just from the just from the um, initial like poster. I'm just judging everything by the posters. This has got me gripped already. Two Angry Men. Tommy Lee Jones, looking pretty (laughs) out of it.
2: Action thriller. A serial bomber is on the loose in Boston. It is now up to explosive expert Jimmy Dove to avenge his friend.
0: Killed by this maniac. Oh,
1: this looks looks pretty good. I'm hoping we get get this
0: one. (laughs) (laughs) It's between that and Chocolat.
1: Right, I think we've got
2: one more. Johnny?
0: Yes, well... uh,
2: uh, This this one is by, uh, it's a recommendation by Sarah, but she's actually recorded herself um, saying why she wants to nominate this film. So, I'll play it.
3: Hello, I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Johnny's Girlfriend, a.k.a. honorary fourth member of the podcast. My choice for you guys to watch is Disney's Lilo and Stitch. It's potentially my favourite Disney film of all time that I've recently rediscovered mostly because it has Stitch in it, which is one of my favourite characters. Um, I think in general it's quite an overlooked Disney film um, that not many people would say is their favourite or that they think it's a classic, but I think it's great. I suppose you could say it has a similar setting to Moana, but it is so much better. It's funny, the music is way better, um, and yeah, it doesn't just have one annoying song in it. Sorry. Um, As Disney films go, I think it's got a pretty good storyline as well um, that's pretty interesting and does get quite developed, like, as Disney storylines go. Um, So it's not just same old, same old. Um, I also think that, like, recent Disney films are raved about because they don't focus on um, the love between a prince and a princess. um, And that's why everyone loves Frozen, because it's about love between two sisters. And that's great. Um but this film isn't about the love between a prince and a princess either. Um it's about the relationship between two sisters. They're pretty troublesome, um, but at points quite realistic issues that siblings have. Um being a broken family, um and yeah, as well as looking at the relationship between a human and an alien and how that can make things better <laughs> in a strange way. Uh, it makes me cry a little bit um, and laugh quite a lot. So I hope you guys enjoy.
1: Wow, okay, that's some, that's some strong, strong opinions. This, the
0: director for Lilo and Stitch has done How to Train a Dragon. That's that's pretty good. So that's like you know, I, I saw Lilo and Stitch like years ago. Like this is this is this is
1: one of those missing films I never never got around to seeing. It just sort of came and went, and never never never
2: saw it. There's, like, the time when you probably, like, start to go to uni you and you're just, like, out of, you're out of it. You're just, like, in this
0: world. Yeah, Lido so. came out in 2002 <laughs> when we were in high school.
2: Did it? That's oh, right.
0: <laughs> but oh, I, know, okay, I, know, I do well, know what you mean, though. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's like, it's not like a film that...
3: Yeah. just, like, yeah, off okay, yeah.
0: radar completely. Uh, well, it was time to put it back on our radar and put it in our hat. I say th- thanks, Sarah, for that. That,
1: that was very... Uh, R- r- very well thought out uh, opinion on the research, and it makes me want to watch the film so let's hope it gets pulled out of the hat
0: okay so we've got the names in the metaphorical hat i.e. Yes. the random website generator and aunt is going to pick our first film drum roll <coughs>
1: oh it's actually doing a little animation the first film is blown away. Blown yeah. at yes. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, cool, awesome. I'm looking forward to this. Me. I've too. never heard of this film. Me this too. is the Tommy Lee Jones one. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, this is suggested by June. Thank you very much for that. Thank you will, very much. Uh, to... will, I'm looking forward to this soundtrack. Yeah. Going on about so
0: it should be good. Also, thanks to everyone who sent in their mm. films. You know.
2: Yeah.
1: Was yeah it,
0: we're, we're going to carry gonna them over one, on, and it. also maybe we'll watch them outside of it
1: we could yeah potentially could i mean you've already watched uh, that yeah i, was, gonna, new, I so. was literally
0: gonna say it even some <laughs> of us might have already watched um that i have to keep that bottled up though just in case we talk about it because i've got things to say about that film Ooh, okay <laughs> good things bad Thanks. things equal things And if anyone else wants to add any more names to the hat, please let us know. Let us know. We would love your submissions. That has been the Movie Quest podcast. Thank you so much for listening.